Last summer, I heard a podcast about this new book, Becoming a King. I heard you talk with John about your process of becoming and the path you had taken. Your words moved me deeply, and I knew I needed to read your book. I spent the better part of my 39th year reading Becoming a King. I took it slow. I stopped often to take notes, reflect, read to my wife, and many times to wipe tears from my eyes. If I stood on a cliff and I read the words of your book out loud, I know that it would reach the bottom of every canyon and it would light up every shadow. It has certainly done that for me as I have felt the presence and the love of the Father on every page. Friends, welcome back to the Wild at Heart podcast here in October. John Eldridge and Morgan Snyder in the studio this week. Uh, we got something really cool that we want to announce and invite you into this week. We built a new experience that we want to tell you about, make available to you free. Before we get into that, though, I want to back up to something that I'm struck by, Morgan, around today's conversation and around the new experience that, that you've built. Prior to 2020, Way back in 2018 and 2019, we started introducing the podcast regularly as, hey guys, wholeheartedness is no longer an option. Mm. Maturity is no longer something we can go without because it's a really rough time on humanity. We were just talking about this is a really rough time yes. um, to be a human being. That was before the pandemic. People resonated with that message yes. then. Yes. Okay. So I'm just reminding everybody, like, life was crazy before yes. the, the, you know, the storm rolled through and it was the pace of life and it was all that was being asked of us and, you know, li living at the speed of smartphones. We'd just mm. been asking our souls to live at the speed of a smartphone and, and, you know, kids and the multiple events and all the crazy. That was prior to getting really worn out by 2020. Okay. So I, I just coming back around to this because what we want to talk about today is wholeheartedness yes. and how God brings it into our lives, that it is his offer. It is the way that he does that. And more than ever, I want it. I need it more than ever. Because here's why. The reason we started saying that back in, you know, 2018, 2019 was, was the vulnerabilities. We don't want these vulnerabilities in us to whatever, discouragement, chaos, despair, frustration, you know, giving up, just whatever, like the vulnerabilities in us and therefore the pursuit of wholeheartedness and you've been thinking a lot about that, writing a lot about that, particularly particularly as it relates to what we would call sort of initiation mm -hmm. for men, mm -hmm. right? And, and then women by way of analogy. Yeah, John, as you frame it that way, I, I feel hope rising because I realize more than ever we need wholeheartedness and also like more than ever, that's what's on God's heart for us. Mm. Like I, I have to constantly come back to the reality that God is at the center of this work, that that's what God cares about. 
That's what God's investing in. That's what God is arranging for in our everyday life. Mm. And so it causes me to be curious of where's the on-ramp? Like how is God coming to meet each of us as men and as women in our everyday life in this hour to recover something? And right, as, as we talk about a lot at Water Heart, recover this idea of masculine and feminine initiation, which we're focusing on the masculine today. But what does it look like to engage in a path and a process that's God-led, that's God-initiated, that moves us through our everyday life where the fruit is over time, we become more wholehearted, we become more mature. And, and through that, John, I think what's important to name is we acquire more peace, more joy, yes. more freedom right here and now yes. in the midst of the challenges that we face. Yes, exactly. The strengthening of the human heart and soul for life in this hour, right? right? That God's compassionate. He gets it. He, he knows how demanding life yeah. is and wants to you know, undergird us, su support us, form things in us, strengthen the unstrengthened places. Yeah. Uh, and I think an idea that, that helps me into this is we are all unfinished, mm -hmm. right? We are under renovation. Right. I just, seriously, God, I feel like such a remodel. <laughs> I, and, and back in the summer, I just, it cracks me up. Like every summer this happens, I get a little bit of breathing room, yeah. you know, get a week up in the mountains or something. I get a little bit of, and I'm thinking, oh, this is about play. It's about rest. It's about fly fishing. And it is, you know, but God just immediately comes into, I finally got some time to pay attention to him. Mm. And he comes in and he picks something in my life and he says, you, you, are vulnerable here and you need shoring up. And, you know, this last summer it was family for me. And, and I, I don't mean my family. I don't even mean my family of origin. It's just the internal issues of I need mothering. I need fathering. I, I need the sense that I am in family, yes. right? We, it, we, we go way off on that and yes. riff on that. But, but what I'm pointing out was there are these unfinished places yes. and 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 he knows those places are vulnerable in me to fear discouragement you know seduction temptation whatever yes. anger rage and he's like hey can, can we talk about that this summer can we work on that together and it was it was by no means discouraging it was just where we were working right and and it it was wonderful and it was good and i feel better inside because he kind of took me there yes. and said, hey, let's work on this this summer together. Why don't we make this kind of one of our... So I was, you know, the, I'm the renovation project. <laughs> well, that word unfinished, it's interesting as you use it today, there was a time that I would have heard that and it would have felt maybe defeating yep. or punitive, yeah, exposing. But mm -hmm. as you say it today, it actually feels like, hopeful and and even better said maybe on time because i now have some fruit 
of God meeting me in those unfinished places and fathering me through them. And, and now I have that confidence to say where we're going into that's still unfinished, the same God that provided that is mm. carrying me. Mm. Like I'm thinking of a story. So last week I was at a very simple rite of passage for a 13-year-old boy. I'll call him Stephen, just um, a son of a friend in our fellowship. Campfire, eight guys, 13-year-old boy, his younger brother, and then dad in a circle of men. And I was observing just even my own heart as I'm trying to offer strength and life to this younger boy becoming man. And John, one of the men in the circle looked at him and he said, Stephen, you are welcome in the fellowship of men and you belong. You belong here. And you could just feel the weight in that circle. And I realized no man in that circle was ever told that mm. as a 13-year-old boy. Mm. And so this boy is receiving this rite of passage, participating in his initiation. And yet every man in that circle was equally experiencing. And a lot of them were very close to the father, had relationship with the son, but one of them was a coach, football coach, just been in relationship for two months. I'm looking over tears, tears, and he is just being uncorked because he's actually never experienced something yes. like this. Yes. And so I think the reason why I share that story is it reminds me that initiation is, is an interpretive grid. It's an overarching theme that was meant to carry all the other stories mm -hmm. of our life, that it was meant to be a way of seeing so that we could understand that there's a father that's orchestrating this path and process. And there's mm -hmm. always an on-ramp, whether we're 13 mm -hmm. or 33 or 53, the question more so is what is unfinished? Mm -hmm. What is frontier? And I don't mean frontier simply being hard. I mean frontier as being next yeah. in simply what God wants to care for within the soul of a man. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea of what's next. In fact, if any of you track with the daily prayer over the years, you know, it's something that's been a really big help to us here at the team. Everybody prays it in some form or another. You'll notice that there's been development. 6.0, 7.0. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know where we are now, like 22.0, but, <laughs> but, um, but here was one of the changes. So early on, I, I, you know, it was something like this, um, search me, know me, reveal to me um, anything in my life that's not pleasing to you and grant to me um, your healing, your deliverance, and a deep and true repentance. So we're looking for wholeheartedness. But after a while, that that invitation, I'm like, I, I don't want to ask that question anymore. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a day. I don't want you to show me <laughs> everything. So really, this is kind. Right. This is the development we're talking about. What's on time? What's what? What's he working on now? Now the language is something to the effect of search me, know me, and show me where you're working in my life. Mm. And grant to me, yes, your healing, your deliverance, mm. of course, true repentance. But that just that shift of where are we working? Right. What, what are we doing? And I was getting a haircut the other day, and I used those. Those are always... Um, 
missionary opportunities for me. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm always looking for the opportunity, evangelism opportunities, you know, with the plumber, with my mechanic, with, you know, getting a haircut and the conversation. It's like, what do you do? I don't start off with, oh, I'm this Christian guy with this thing going on. You ever heard of John the Baptist? Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, um, well, I'm an author and, and a therapist. Um, both of which are true. And they were super intrigued about the therapist. They're like, how'd you get into that? And I said, you know, actually I went to therapy. Mm. I needed it first, way back, early thirties. My life started really pop, anger, all this stuff coming out, all these unhealed, mm. un unfinished places just started popping, which is kind of, that's sort of when it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, for, I've seen it with young women, some, somewhere around early thirties, whoa, you know, the memories start showing up and, ooh, you right, know, their kids are becoming the age that trauma was often introduced in their own story. Yeah. And so therefore same thing for dads mm -hmm. and, and feeling totally inadequate as a dad, or you're not in a relationship and, and it, you know, feels like why? Why can't I make relationships sustained? So for a lot of people, you know, late 20s, early 30s is when this stuff starts popping. <laughs> Was for me. And so I went to therapy. I went, I went, I went in and and I loved it so much. It was so incredibly helpful that that was one of the things I said, I want to do this. I, I want to be involved in in healing people's hearts. So the idea you were saying was none of us at Wild at Heart started with a whole heart. None of us started with initiation. Oh yeah, you know, fabulous experiences. Let me tell you how great my life is. We're actually bringing our stories in and saying, this is what God has done in our lives. We think it would be really helpful for you as well. Mm -hmm. And you didn't get initiation. I didn't get initiation, but we understand it now partly because of what God's done in our life yes. and partly because we've raised sons, yes. our raising sons, yep. you know. Um, and so we want to talk about that and, and the formation of wholeheartedness, the formation of wellness, strength, well-being by adopting initiation as the interpretive framework? Right, right. Well, because when you have that framework, now you have a way of being more intimate with God in the unique ways in which he's shepherding you through the restoration of, you, of your, your soul. And so it's not a formula. It's not tips and techniques. You, you can't just follow the program because it's about your story and the unique way God expresses his image in you. And so yeah, just like a simple example, this semester is my youngest child's first year at high school. And not long ago, it was day one. Oh, gosh. I'm driving my daughter into school. And now the heart of a dad, right, of knowing what's at stake, knowing what's in front of her, knowing what she faces, knowing what I want in connection with her as a dad. And knowing at minimum, I just need to get the picture on the front porch, right? Yes. But what I'm dealing with is a 14-year-old precious girl that's thinking about, her, you know, she had an hour um, to straighten her hair and get ready, but she didn't have the 30 seconds to take the picture mom wanted, right? Because she's 14 yes. and she's thinking about a few things and they're very different than what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Here's what's important about the story is 
it's the unfinished part in me that's ready to sabotage the moment. Okay. And didn't do that great. Okay. This isn't a hero story. This is a confession. So I'm feeling two people inside. And one is what this situation requires is me being a loving father that says, I bless you. I bless you to be 14. And you're not responsible for my happiness. And my father is perfectly capable of shepherding your precious feminine heart through all the gorillas that await you in the world of high school. Um, She needs blessing, release, mercy, care. The unfinished man in me is feeling disrespected. Why won't she just pause and pray? Because this is an important moment. I want to pray with her, right? why won't she open her heart to me in the car instead just listens to country music and it wants to send a Snapchat and show her, her fit, her clothes to her, her friend to make sure they, they matched, right? The unfinished in me is feeling resentment, feeling disrespect, feeling shame of why am I not the wholehearted father that can bless? And so what's so important- Can I ask, because I'm, I'm so there- <laughs> And therefore, the unfinished man in you thinks the answer is control. Mm. <laughs> right? Oh, you bet. I will control this moment. You bet I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask questions instead yeah. of make comments, yeah. right? To yeah. get her to all those yeah. things. Yes. Yeah. And instead, I've come far enough to know both are true. I am a father that can bless and I'm unfinished, and don't hurry, don't rush, don't blow, don't blow this up, right? And so country music, most of the drive, 60 seconds before we pull in, it's, hey, babe, can we just pray? And she's on with that. We've done that for nine years. Yeah. And so we pray our daily prayer, and then I drop her off, and I'm pulling out, and I sense, again, the grid, the interpretive grid is my masculine initiation. So what I have ahead of me now is a full day. And the temptation is switch gears, hunker down, get your shit together and get on with your day. Yeah. And what the father's saying is, I want you to pull over and I want you to cry. I I need you to practice grieving because sorrow is is an important Mm. part of Mm. your formation Mm. into a wholehearted man. All of this is on time for her Mm. and you. Mm. And so I've learned, pull the car over, in a parking lot, pause, and just cry. Yeah. And, and I, I can't really put that in like a 10 steps to healthy masculine maturity book. Yes. But when the moment comes, I know that the theme that God's after is participating with me in his initiation of my masculine soul. Yeah. And when we have the eyes to see it, then we can really dive in. Oh gosh, it's such a relief. It's such a relief to have God father us into these places that need care, strengthening. Yeah, um, repentance, you bet. Um, But often just simply the formation of our souls in ways that we have not been offered that. So gang, this is what Morgan and I want to invite you into is a six-week online engagement experience here this fall into initiation, wholeheartedness, formation, particularly right now in the masculine journey. 
Um, and let me quickly throw in a quick side that if you're not aware, ladies, that Stacy began this fall a podcast specifically for women, uh, you want to tune in to the Captivated podcast as well as this one um, because we, you know, we address both here, but that's specifically for the feminine heart. Today, the invitation is for men into the becoming a king experience. And Morgan, what you did is you went back, if I can kind of frame this, you took all the lessons of the last, you know, 20 years mm -hmm. in initiation. How does God father us? What does that process look like? And you wrote a book mm -hmm. in 2019 and it came out in the pandemic. Right. You, you launched a book in the middle of the pandemic. Right. The same month as is is the shutdown. Yeah. Called Becoming a King. And now what you've built is an experience around that, that guys can go through as individuals or can go through as a group or get into a group. Yep. So the message launch is a book and then a study guide and a video series. And We'll feature some of the feedback that we've gotten from people on this episode. But in that, the study guide was meant to be uh, an invitation to walk more intimately, a guided experience through your story over time. And the videos were meant to be just a really kind and accessible on-ramp into this question and this quest. And so over time, as we've gotten feedback and talked to allies over this year, what we've done is just cherry pick some of the most poignant questions, the most poignant ideas from the study guide, from feedback from men. And we've put together that sort of journey along with the videos now available for free. And the idea is you sign up, you can go individually. And also on this experience page, you can post any group you're doing with Becoming a King or find a group. So the idea is Becoming a King experience is available free for you. It starts the day that you sign up. But then also, if you are offering the message, you can post it. And if you are looking to connect with people either online or locally, we now have this global bulletin board that allows people specifically that want to dive into masculine initiation to go deeper with like-hearted. Yeah. It's so good. Again, I think you know, in the spring of this year, we launched the Wild at Heart and Captivating Experiences, and those are evergreen. Those are live online on our website. Lots of great feedback from that. Beautiful personal stories mm -hmm. and then beautiful small group uh, stories as well. So now in the fall, we're launching the Becoming a King Experience, Masculine Initiation, Masculine Wholeheartedness. Morgan, just give guys a sense of like, if you dive into this, here's some of the questions we're going into. Here's, here's some of the direction that God wants to bring formation in us. I think maybe one on-ramp is if you're a man, you often experience this feeling of being behind, right? It's whatever it is, whether it's your yard work or your finances, your fitness, your marriage, how often as men we have a, a haunting sense of I'm behind. Mm. And part of this path is to explore what's that about? Where is that rooted? 
And other questions associated with it, John, are things like, what's not working? What does it feel like life is up to me? that I need to make it happen. There's these fundamental questions. If we could get to motive, if we could peel back the layers of the onion and the soul and get to surface the questions that we don't even know to ask, mm -hmm. what we find is that unfinished man. And that's what God's after accessing. And so from that place, we go on a journey to get to the heart. What's not working? How am I behind? what happened? How were we shaped to become the person we find ourselves to be? And so in that, we get to these two, I would say, the most fundamental questions. Who have I become and who am I becoming? And that's really the framework of this journey. Mm -hmm. And what's been so amazing over two decades of walking with men is I just have this joy rising up in my heart in this moment because I have story after story after story of men who have said, I choose. I choose to consent to a father who is pursuing me and shaping this personal orchestrated mission of masculine initiation. And I give him my yes. I want to participate. I want to respond. I want to unlearn father as I have learned him wrong and know him as he truly is. And John, my inbox is just filled with stories of victory, stories of breakthrough, healing, restoration of marriages, men getting their integrity back. And we all um, are unfinished. And yet the fruit is in this world, in this story, in a culture where the new normal is always change. You can be well. Yes. You can be at peace. You can have joy that's unshakable. And that's what we're after. Let's listen to a couple of those stories right now from people before we talk about the experience and wholeheartedness and how you can jump into this this fall. Hello, this is Jonathan David Helser, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for becoming a king. The intensive series our team listened to on Become Good Soil podcast a few years ago deeply impacted the men on our team, and it was like drinking a glass of aged wine. But then we picked up the Becoming a King book, and it was like drinking this 20-year-old aged and distilled scotch from this rare and beautiful field of wheat. It transformed the hearts of the men on my team. This book is going to carry on to future generations it's going to inspire many men to build their house on the rock and not the shifting sand. I was in tears by the time I had finished reading the introduction of Becoming a King. This message offering lasting transformation and help for men to be men in this emasculated society is desperately needed. I am so grateful to see how the influence of my dad has played out in your work. Becky Heatley Willard, daughter of Dallas Willard. You started me on a fantastic journey last year with your six-week study of becoming a king. It has been an exciting journey for me at 72 years old. It's brought up some pain from having to see absentee and destructive father through my youth. But having taken your study has brought me much healing of the father wound, and I've been on a quest to become the man God meant me to be when he meant me. The study guide has brought me to the realization that it's in finishing and it's just as important as the journey. 
finished my life as a sage and a mentor has been so rewarding and eye-opening. What you, John, and Dallas Willard have done for me over the last few months is true blessing from God. Every time I hear someone talking about how things have gotten better in their life, I, I have two reactions. I'm just, I'm thinking about where our listeners are right now. And one is, wow, that's really hopeful. And the second is, how come that's not happening with me? And and so gang, I I just want you to open that to your father, even in this moment, it right in the place of, I don't feel fathered. I don't feel help right now because the help is there. The father is there. So even as we're listening to this podcast today, we pause, we pray and say, Father, come for me in the unfinished places. Come for me in the places that feel forsaken. Come for me. I don't feel fathered. I don't feel initiated. I need that. So show me where you're where you're working. Show me what you are raising in me for wholeheartedness. I want wholeheartedness. I want this journey with you. I really do. Come and give me the eyes to see and the ears to hear how you are with me and where in particular you are fathering me right now. What, what is frontier for me? And, and, you know, gang, most of you can name it. You know it right now. It's the immediate crisis. It's it's the hardship. And for years, you know, because of my background, growing up in an alcoholic home, being abandoned, uh, you know, emotionally abandoned by my father, as a young man, oh, I mean, seriously, late into my 30s, Every trial, crisis, setback, the transmission goes out, the bill we don't have money to pay, the kids that are not responding well to my brilliant parenting, you know, <laughs> every one of those things, I would, it was just, I'm alone. Mm. I would just immediately go straight to, I'm alone. Mm. Uh, I'm abandoned. This is up to me. And, and the, what you're describing, the huge shift that took place for me is the initiation of my masculine soul is taking place there. Yes. Exactly in those places. And instead of turning to abandonment, anger, rage, you know, depression, discouragement, turning to the father and saying, I need you here. Yeah. I am unfinished here. I feel like a boy here. Please father me in this place. Mm -hmm. And we're helping one of our kids with their car today, you know, it's more car problems. And Jesus brought back a story that I completely forgot about our first minivan. And, you know, it was back with three little boys and all that's going on. And Stacy needed a reliable car because it's the, it's the taxi years, right? Yep. And we went down to the dealer and I negotiated a deal in the minivan and she got in and drove away with the three boys in it. Mm. And I was left with our 78 Jeep Wagoneer, you know. Uh, but just to watch them drive away, I was remembering this moment of like, well done, yes. son. Well done. You took care of your family. You handled that negotiation well. I know you felt like a boy coming in, 
but you really are more of a man walking out. Well done. And there was, there was just this sense of satisfaction of father. I couldn't have done that a couple years ago without you. Right. Thank you that you are working and forming in me. That was, you know, 20 years ago, right? 24 years ago. And now I'm helping my son through that. Mm. Right. Mm. And so the father's here, the father is on time and it's usually in the thing you don't feel adequate for. Right. Yeah. And, and John, it's, you know, the other thing to, I just want to remind our friends of, of it's not always hard. Yeah. Right. Like yes. even in that car, like story, th there's vulnerability, there's risk, but what you experienced was affection. Yes. What you experienced was care, provision to buy your wife a brand new car. Yeah. Like as a young man, that's a big deal. Yeah. So I think the question that comes up to me is like, what's the outcome? What's the finish? What's the end game, right? We want to know. We're, yes. we're guys. And like, is it worth it? Yes. And I think one of the things I would name in there as hope and promise mm. is that you know, Paul is a man who passed through his initiation. And if you dive into his story, it's fascinating. He gives his life to God. And then there's 14 years where he's gone. We know nothing. And what I so appreciate about that part of his story before he comes back and he lives as an apostle is there were years that were accounted for that we don't know. But as men, we can appreciate that those were the years of working it out. Yes. Those were the years of becoming. Those are the years of the gentle, caring, and confident responding to a father's affection. And in the end, Paul becomes a man that I think the best way I can say it is who is led. A man who has the with God life, who knows union yes. and lives out of this abundance, yes. even when life throws him scarcity. And so there was this quote, I think I'll reference from Wendell Berry in a brilliant book where he's writing from the perspective of 76 years old. And his life in a lot of ways never turned out the way he dreamed it would be from family to career. But here he finds himself having passed through over seven decades of masculine initiation. And he says this, he says now, I've had most of the life I am going to have, and I can see what it has been. I can remember those early years when it seemed to me I was cut completely adrift. And at times when, looking back at earlier times, it seemed I'd been wandering in the dark woods of error. But now, it looks to me as though I was following a path that was laid out for me, unbroken and maybe even as straight as possible from one end to the other. And I have this feeling, which never leaves me anymore, that I have been led. I will leave you to judge the truth of that for yourself. Mm. Friends, to believe that we are actually being invited on a path and process that's actually the straightest line possible. It's actually a path that's unbroken as far as our father is concerned, mm. what would it be like to become the kind of person that in our latest decades, we develop, mature, and foster a feeling inside that never leaves us that we are being led? Mm. So the invitation is to come and jump into 
the Becoming a King experience. It also is going to be evergreen on on our site. So you can start this week. You can start next week. When, when you sign up for the email feed, you begin the experience. And you can pull a couple guys together and do it together. You can go as an individual. You can also search online to see if there's a group that might be available to, for you to join. But there is wholeheartedness for all of us. There is. There is strength, wisdom, maturity. And in this hour on the earth, gang, like this is your immune system. This, this is what strengthens you against the crazy and all of the, yeah, just the madness out there trying to wear us down. We want to be wholehearted, all of us, men and women. And the invitation and the offering this fall for men is to come and find some of that some provision of that in the Becoming a King experience. So in order to access this, come to wildatheart.org backslash becoming a king. It's a really, really good six-week experience like the Wild at Heart and Captivating Experiences. And it's speaking. It is speaking and strengthening so many men. Hope you enjoy it. 